Welcome to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast, where sexual taboos are broken. I'm Tilly Storm, holistic sex coach and jade egg and tantric sex teacher. I work with luxury lovers, teaching them the art of better sacred sex by helping them remove all their blocks to pleasure, turn on confidence and connection so they can step into their fullest potential and power as humans and alchemists in the 3D. If you'd like to learn how to release shame and guilt destroying your sex life so you can feel fully sexually liberated and free, you can access my How to Release Shame and Guilt training at www.tillystorm.com forward slash shame. This episode is brought to you by the Essentially Embodied Woman Collective. If you're ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body through my paid programs and offerings, then head to www.tillystorm.com today. Welcome back, my loves. It is almost Father's Day and it's also Men's Health Month in June. So I wanted to make a special little episode on all things men, (laughs) whether you're in a relationship with a man, or you just want to improve your relationship and communication skills with your father or your father figure, then this episode is going to be super valuable for you. And also if you've had a very challenging relationship with your father and you want to heal your relationship with that father figure, then I will have some wise words of wisdom and support to share with you today. So I was at the pool yesterday after I did a little bar three workout and my gym. And when I went out to the pool, I saw a friend of mine who has another friend that lives here in the same apartment complex that I do. And when I went to go talk to her, my friend introduced me to her friend and she told me that she's a psychologist and we really hit it off because we were talking about, you know, who we work with and you know, what it's like to be in the day in and day out of like being around people's internal world and being really deep with people. And she was saying how, you know, basically she just deals with people's mommy and daddy issues all day, every day. (laughs) It cracked me up because it was like, yep, me too. But more so people's inner child or their inner children, different variations of their younger selves uh, that were conditioned by mommy and daddy at some point that are no longer serving them. So anyway, we therapists, we coaches, we psychologists, we're no strangers to how our relationships with our father figures growing up affect how satisfied we can be in our relationships with other men when we're older. So I wanted to share a bit about how we can learn to improve our relationships with men in our life and with the masculine and to consciously communicate with men. If you are in a relationship with one, so this will be especially helpful if you are in a relationship with a man, let's talk first about how to heal and improve our relationship with men. So first off, there is not anyone on the planet that doesn't have healing work to do around their relationship with either their father, a father figure, or the masculine in their life. And this is because we pick up all things growing up from zero to seven. We absorb information without it going through a filter because there is no filter. So if you've had, you know, less than positive interactions with men growing up or, maybe even when you're older and you created some stories, some ideas about, um, men and the masculine, then these really 
will come up usually around your thirties, sometimes before, but I find for a lot of people it's right when you start to reach your thirties where this shit starts to come up and it comes up to be healed because it is ready to be integrated. So you can create the life that you want, the relationship and the sex life that you want with men that you are in relationship with. So the first step that you have to take to improve your relationship with men is to first become aware and to practice recognizing what's actually yours and what is theirs. Meaning what are these stories and thoughts about the world that came from your father figure versus the stories and thoughts about the world that you actually have. Most of the time when it comes to our relationships or our sexuality or pleasure or anything around these topics, what we get taught is generally negative for many of us. Some of us fortunate ones have received positive stories and beliefs and messages, but I wouldn't say that that's been the majority by any means. So it's really becoming aware of what are these stories that I have adopted about relationship, sexuality, or pleasure from my father figure that aren't actually mine. These are stories, beliefs, and thoughts that I just inherited and I adopted as a mechanism to fit in and to belong and to get loved. Because if I adopted those same beliefs and stories about the world and about men, then people would hear me, they would get me, that they would love me, that they would give attention to me, that they would give me feedback that, you know, right, yeah, we agree, right? And then we didn't have to be confrontational about it. So of course, when you're little as well, you don't have that wisdom that something could be any different because you're just a freaking sponge absorbing everything that you hear and that you see. When you are wanting to improve your relationship with men and the masculine, again, you first need to become aware of what are the stories that I have inherited and adopted that are no longer serving me to get me what I want and to help me create a loving relationship or a better sex life or uh, more pleasure in my life. The great thing about being an adult, and I tell all of my clients this that I work with one-on-one, is when we are going into intermasculine and feminine integration and really discovering, okay, what are the stories we got taught from our mom and dad about pleasure, sex, relationships, all of this stuff, is that you don't have to believe these stories anymore, that you actually have the power to change and to shift the narrative, that these are just stories that you inherited from them. And if they're not serving you, guess what? You get to change them. It is your responsibility, however, to question, to question the stories, the beliefs, and to see how it serves you. And if it doesn't, to drop that and then to tell yourself new stories and beliefs about the world that will help you to move in the direction of your desires. And if your desires are to have an epic sex life relationship or experience more pleasure, then you have to uncover all of the stories that are in the way of you experiencing that, that you inherited or adopted from your father figure or father. Your own inner masculine is inside of you. It is a part of the yin yang. You have an inner masculine there to support you in adopting a new story and telling yourself something different. 
but it is up to you to learn to connect with that masculine support that already exists inside of you. It has not gone anywhere. You've just taken what you learned from your father or father figure, and it's the predominant blueprint right now. And if it's not serving you, then you get to shift into connecting with your own inner masculine to develop a new story and thought about the world that does serve you and getting where you want to go. I love inner masculine integration and healing. And it is true. We all have these daddy issues. And until we really go in and, you know, discover what these things are and have space held for us so that we can uncover these deeper truths within that we're unconscious of. Uh, you're probably operating from a wounded part of you that has stories and beliefs about men and the masculine that aren't serving you anymore. All right. So let's talk about how to practice conscious communication with men, whether it's with your father, who you might have a hard time speaking to, or whether it is with a man that you're in a relationship with. Uh, my father is very much not a talker. He is extremely passive and it's always been a challenge to communicate with him because he doesn't talk much at all. <laughs> he absorbs things from the environment. He's clearly an empath, uh, that didn't have the support or grew up with the support to really facilitate this power and this gift inside. So it's, been a practice for me in particular to learn how to just hold space for him. Um, when, you know, when you want to get a certain reaction or you're looking for him to say something and he doesn't say anything, just being there with him is sometimes the only way to get through. <laughs> so whatever your experience is with men and your communication with them so far, uh, you know, you can read all of this stuff online, you know, about how to better communicate with men. Well, men and women's brains are different. They communicate differently, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we know that. Great. What now? <laughs> okay. So hopefully by now you understand that we do communicate differently, that clarity is really important to men, um, that women often talk to process things, whereas a lot of men don't, and they don't need a lot of word or verbiage or fluffy language in order to process what you're saying. And actually doing that using fluffy language, using lots of verbiage just confuses them. And that's not because they don't understand or they don't get it. It's just that it's not clear. And when you fluff up words and use too many words, it just, it makes it more unclear and you're the one really just not speaking clearly. Okay. So let's talk about deeper communication, conscious communication with the men in your life. The first way that you can practice conscious communication is to own your experience and use I statements. Never use you or we that puts the blame on someone else. Uh, you have to become aware of what you are feeling inside and what your experience is and to communicate to that, that to the man in your life, uh, without blaming them or making it about them. You are a conscious being who creates your experience. No one did anything to you. You created this situation. You created this experience. So I want you to practice owning it. The first step is practicing consciously communicating what you're feeling, what your emotions are, what your thoughts are without judgment or blame. 
So once you're aware of your experiences, then you communicate using those I statements, communicating from your personal experience and not making assumptions about what, you know, what their experience is or what they did, or just simply saying things that aren't even true. I hear a lot of people say, you know, like, well, he did this to me or she did that or whatever. And, you know, it's not about what he or she did. Nobody freaking cares. This is a story. Okay. That's your side of the story. First of all, not theirs. So when you take ownership and you speak from I, it puts the power in your hands because you don't have the power to change what happens, what someone else's experiences. You don't have the power to change their views on it. All you can do is own your part in it. So let's go over some examples. Rather than saying, it makes me so upset when you do that. Ugh, like even just saying that, I hate, I hate even hearing those words, right? Because I, it's just such a blame, blame, blame. You know, it's got so much blame energy. I want you to say instead, I notice I feel upset when you do that. Okay, so let's review that again. It makes me upset when you do that versus I notice I feel upset when you do that. Okay, they did not make you upset. You got upset and you feel upset. So own what you can own, which is your feelings, your thoughts and emotions. You can't own theirs. You don't need to blame them. Okay, another example. Yoga is so good for you, you know. Women often like to do this. They like to try and they, they are always the ones wanting to like push the relationship into the direction that they want it to go. And then they get resentful and upset about it. <laughs> there, there are some men that do this. And then the woman's not the one that wants to step up and make things better. But most of the time it's the woman who is like, he never meditates. He never does yoga. He doesn't, he's not spiritual enough. He won't do these tantra practices with me. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So instead of saying something like yoga is so good for you, you know, you could say, I feel like yoga has been great for my health and well being. Or if you are wanting to try out the tantric sex practices that I give y'all for free in my tantric sex starter kit, and you're like trying to get them to practice this with you, instead of saying, Tantra is so great. You know, you could say, I feel really drawn to trying Tantra to improve our communication and connection. <gasps> oh my goodness. Do you see the difference? Do you see how much the second approach is like, Hey, this thing sounds really cool because it would improve our communication and connection versus like giving an insinuation of our communication isn't good enough or our connection isn't good enough. Right. So using these I statements, taking ownership of what you're feeling, thinking, and your, your emotions, basically. And once you have mastered owning your experience and stopping the blame game and taking personal responsibility as a creator of your own life, then you want to practice space holding with your partner to encourage deep listening and to create more meaningful communication that is generally on a deeper level and that, you know, comes from more of a place of love and compassion than of trying to fix or judge or analyze. Okay. So this is when you start to learn to listen to your partner without judging them, analyzing them, trying to change them, fix them, solve a problem or figuring out what to say next. How many of you do that? 
How many of you listen to your partner and while you're listening to them, you're thinking of what you need to say next? Probably a lot of you. Okay. Holding space and practicing what we call co-listening in the coaching world. It's super important to learn to consciously communicate with your partner or with the men in your life. Because this, and, and men tend to be fixers, right? They want to fix things, which is such a beautiful characteristic of men. And it, that's a generalization, I understand. But a lot of men do. They they really want to serve the feminine. They want to serve women. They want to help you. They want to help you figure something out. And they're great at this. And a lot of times, though, women don't want men to fix them or to try and figure something out and they just want to be heard and practicing holding space. This is what we call holding space training and relationship coaching. Uh, it's all about learning to do this. So how this works is the listener gives their full attention to the speaker and then practices awareness without judgment and withholds from reacting in any way, shape or form. So this prevents the speaker from changing their words or, meaning based on the listener's reactions, no matter how small it might be. So practicing holding space, it helps the speaker then to be able to say what they want in an uncensored and unfiltered way so that they can dive into deeper truths. And it also helps the listener to become aware of what it's like to truly listen without commenting, without thinking of what to say next, without affirming the speaker holding space training, I truly believe is the key to fixing almost all relationship and communication issues. Okay. Most people just don't know how to hold space for one another. Okay. If you want to practice that with your partner, then I want you to go download my tantric sex starter kit and try out the fourth practice that I have on there called talk about what you really feel. And you can download that starter kit at www.tillystorm.com. So once you have learned how to hold space for each other, then the third step that you want to move into is called reflective listening. So this is more than just listening, but you're learning how to reflect what the speaker has said. Uh, so when they finish talking, then the person listening acknowledges and reflects back what they heard as objectively as possible. So let's go into an example. So if the listener, no, if the speaker is finished speaking, then the listener would say something like, thank you. I can understand what I hear you saying is blah, blah, blah. And then am I correct? Did I hear that right? Was that it? And then the speaker has the opportunity to say yes, or to explain what was not heard correctly. And this reflective listening is an opportunity to really check yourself. Am I truly listening to listen or am I listening to fix or to solve a problem or just to have something to say back? Because if you don't accurately reflect what the speaker is saying, then you know that you have room for improvement and you need to listen more deeply. Now, once you have mastered reflective listening and what the person is sharing, then you can move on to step four of conscious communication. And this is where you're giving and receiving empowering feedback. So this, this step will help you to come from a place of love and compassion uh, while giving feedback to your partner. 
or your father or whoever it is that you want to practice this conscious communication with. So remember, you always want to use those I statements and you want to speak with an intention to learn and to support your partner and not to blame or judge them, right? So when giving conscious feedback, you're going to say things like this. So when you did this blank, whatever behavior or task, I experienced blank, whatever feeling, thought, or emotion that you were experiencing. And I appreciated or needed blank. So something that you appreciated or a potential thing that you're really wanting to experience instead. And from this sort of languaging, you get to practice speaking what you need or want to move forward in the direction of your goals and desires for having the conversation in the first place, right? And from here, you get to begin practicing what it's like to speak what you want, which is also another practice that I give you in the Tantric Sex Starter Guide, so or the Starter Kit. And one of those practices is called What Can I Offer You Right Now? If you are someone who really struggles speaking what you want and need, And in this fourth step, after you give feedback, then, you know, you're really moving into desire. Okay, well, what do I want to create out of this conversation? What do I want to get out of this conversation? And then being able to speak that. And for so many women and some men as well, just speaking what you want, there can be so many blocks there. And this practice that I have for you in the Tantric Sex Starter Kit uh, will will take you through a audio guided practice to learn how to start speaking what you want. All right, my loves, if you have got a special man in your life and you want to connect more deeply and intimately, then don't forget to go download that kit and try out some practices tonight and make him feel so seen and heard this Father's Day if he is a father. And if it's your father that you want to do it, you don't need to do the practices in the audio guided, you know, tantric sex starter kit, obviously, but these practices are this conscious communication is for anyone it's not just, you know, if you're a woman speaking to a man, but for anyone communicating to anybody. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. All right, my loves, have a wonderful Father's Day and we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>